0: You're listening to the Murder Speaks podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story about 27-year-old Cherie Jackson of Greensboro, North Carolina. Cherie was previously an honor student, cheerleader, and homecoming queen. After high school, Cherie moved to Greensboro. She worked as a family and health care coordinator at the Shipman Family Care in Greensboro. November 2006, Cherie disappeared. Her boyfriend, DiCarlo, called her parents to see if they knew where she was. One night, there was a party, and Cherie never showed up. By 10 a.m. the next morning, she didn't show up for work. And four days later, she didn't pick up her paycheck. Nobody has heard from her. Her co-workers went to her apartment, but she didn't answer the door. And her car was still in the driveway. So they called the police. The police entered the apartment. The residence was a mess, and it looked like a fight had occurred, and there was blood spatter on the wall. But her bathroom was very clean. The CSI used luminol to see if there was blood, and there was blood everywhere in the bathroom. The police collected some items because they didn't have Cherie's DNA profile. They collected some blood and sent it for testing. Her boyfriend DiCarlo showed up. He tells police that the last time he saw her, she was getting ready for a party. Then they had an argument and he left. Apparently, she was pregnant with his child. Everybody looked for her but couldn't find her. About a month before she went missing, she called her father and asked him to make the man in her apartment leave. Her father called 911 about the man refusing to leave her apartment. The man was her boyfriend, DiCarlo Bennett. Apparently, Cherie's ex-boyfriend, Reggie, was building a relationship with Cherie again. Cherie met Reggie in 2002. They broke up and decided to stay friends. Then she met DiCarlo. But Reggie wanted her back. Reggie planned to go to the party with Cherie the night she went missing. He called her, but she didn't answer. Friends from the party confirmed Reggie was there. The police received Cherie's phone records, and there was a lack of outgoing calls. But there was one number she called, and it belonged to Andre. He agreed to speak to detectives. He tells police that he only knew Cherie through DeCarlo. Hey, don't forget to check out crystalkiss.com for my murder merch. Cool designs for all of you true crime addicts. If you live in the U.S. and buy three or more items, you'll get free shipping. Use discount code MURDER15, that's murder five, and save 15% on your entire order. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks. The link is in the show notes. It appears Cherie made a 911 call and DiCarlo was arrested. They brought him in for an interview. He tells police they had an argument. Apparently, he didn't like what she was wearing. They searched his car, and they found a small spot of blood, and there was a bad smell in his trunk. It smelled like decomposition. They get a DNA sample from him. He tells police all these ridiculous stories. And the police confirmed the blood in the bathroom belonged to Cherie. So now they were looking for a body. The police conducted surveillance on DiCarlo and realized he was fleeing the jurisdiction. The blood in his car came back to a mixture of Cherie's and DiCarlo's blood. DeCarlo was arrested and transported back to Greensboro. Nineteen months after Cherie went missing, DiCarlo had information about where Cherie's body was as part of a plea bargain. Her parents wanted her body so they could give her a proper funeral. Her body was buried in the backyard of DiCarlo's mother's home at the time. The police were out there 13 hours digging, but they could not find Cherie's body. So Carlo was led to the backyard, and he showed police where Cherie's body was buried. June 26, 2008, they found Cherie's skeletal remains. DiCarlo went to her apartment. They got into a fight, and he strangled her. Then he removed her body and put it in his trunk, and her body spent several days in his trunk, which explains the terrible smell. Neighbors tell police that they heard angry shouting the night Cherie disappeared. Cherie was planning on leaving DeCarlo and move in with her sister in Atlanta, but she never got the chance. Apparently, a week before he murdered Cherie, he spent Thanksgiving with Cherie's family and discussed faith and having respect for women with Cherie's father. 29 year old DeCarlo was sentenced to 13 years in prison for second degree murder as part of a plea bargain for leading detectives to Cherie's body. DeCarlo was released from prison January 23rd, 2021. The Cherie Denise Jackson Foundation for the Prevention of Domestic Violence is a non profit organization established in Cherie's name to advocate. For the Prevention of Domestic Violence. My daughter was wonderful from the inside out. And this is the truth. She was beautiful and she loved doing things for people. I think about her every day. I talk to her every day almost. And sometimes I smile, sometimes I cry. I can't say I wish him well because I I, I, I don't think I do. I, I hope he'll think about this every day of his life and maybe it will help him to guide somebody else away from going through violence like my daughter did. I can't say I've forgiven him for that yet. I'm praying for that and I need for God to help me to forgive him for what he's done, but I can't say that I have yet. I cannot believe this man only spent 13 years in jail. He took someone's life and now he's a free man. I can only imagine how Cherie's family is feeling right now. I feel terrible for her mother and father. I'm a mother of five and I could not imagine for one second losing any of my children, especially in that way. And the audacity of this man sitting in her family's house for Thanksgiving and talking about faith and about respecting women when he obviously has no respect for women. He was two faced for everybody who knew Cherie Jackson I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. Hope you enjoyed it. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My socials are in the description notes. Please like and subscribe. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.